bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma, the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. You know what that sound means. It means the Varsity Radio Show is back in action. And we have a fantastic day for you. Uh, Something really fantastic is this guy sitting beside me with this fresh dew from, what is it, King's Cut? King's Barbershop. King's Barbershop. That sounds legit, man. Sounds legit. I love Luis. Love and, those guys. And uh, this guy beside me, he's he's one of my best friends. I like this guy. I just I feel like a better person around him. Shaking back. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> you know, sometimes he gets called Pee Wee Herman. I don't know if that's a good assumption, but uh, he is a golfing master, and he is, <laughs> he is my friend, my good friend Derek Martin. Hey, hey. <laughs> it's good to be here. You know, I'm excited. You needed that intro. The weather, the Your weather is fantastic. Look, here's a weather update. Give it to us. The humidity is at nine million percent. Yes, so. I think that's pretty accurate. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and to my left, we call him the Willy Wonka Radio because of all the things he can do. I don't think I don't think a normal human could do half the stuff that this guy does with his hands. He he slides the sliders, he does the videos, he puts up the... I, I mean, it's really amazing. All I think, at the same time. I think we need to call Guinness and see if it's even a record. It looks like it. But my good friend, the Willy Wonka of radio, Steven Spiegel. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a good day. We got a good show. Yeah, we do. Uh-huh. We got yeah. an amazing guest today. And I really, really like her. She was fantastic when she was at Marshall Christian. Her name, Mary L. Chuck from Covenant College. And uh, she plays volleyball now, but she was a standout at Marshall Christian High School. And now she's living it up. I, I love the, the string of collegiate athletes that we've had. Isn't lately. it great? It's been great. It's been a good summer. You know, were you here when we interviewed the, the Sneed Go to Auburn guy? No. No. That was not my week. Man. Man. I heard that was good, though. Legit. Legit. Last week's Morgan was... And I saw this just to, like, stand up. You know, I needed this affirmation in my life right here. And I saw this <laughs> meme. It's meme of the week right now. And there's a picture of a very large fat cow. Oh, she's large. Very large. But the cow. And, I was talking about the cow. And, I, you know, I think I think all of us in this room need to use this more often. Yes. And it says proof 
Eating salad all day does not make you skinny. No. Didn't help her. No. Also, <laughs> another way of looking at that is when you have beef or dairy because those both come from cows. Come on. They eat grass. So essentially, we're you're vegans. E- you're eating. No. <laughs> well, that's how I say it anyway. That's right. That's right. And this one, I appreciate this meme right here. This one's a good one. This next meme right here. And it says, I hate lazy people. And somebody says, Wow, we didn't even do anything. <laughs> yeah. It's so appropriate. That first part, I hate lazy people, I felt I felt attacked. I felt personally I felt attacked. I yeah. felt personally attacked there. I felt like they added me. That was not right. Okay, and then <laughs> <laughs> Next we got Now we me, got, me, <laughs> me and Derek are youth pastors, so this is it's hilarious and Steven's uh, been in this position too. So Yeah, you. we we got we got Rocky Balboa. Oh my gosh. Ayo Ayo Adrian. Adrian. And uh <laughs> He's he's training. He's doing all kinds of things, and it says church boys training for chair stacking. Come on, <laughs> come on! Oh, so many chairs to stack. That's right. All the time. And like, it's why part do, of the church? Life. You know, like, can we just talk about why churches stack and restack all the time? Can we not just put them out and leave them? No, That's, we've got to no. do a thousand things. No. And one of my mentors, he was he was an amazing guy. He had this phenomenal youth sanctuary. If you saw it, you would be jealous. Uh, probably three, four hundred chairs, and he had this like thing where they had to be exactly, oh yeah, perfect, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. this. And so I'm gonna start doing this right here because there are some birds in my neighborhood. Oh man, that hate the left side of my car, right about where my door handle <laughs> is, and they bomb the same spot every time. Every time a bird poops on my car, I eat a plate of wings on the front porch <laughs> to show them what I'm capable of. <laughs> That's fantastic. right. That's for you. That's for you? Stinking bird. Right there. That's for you, Derek. Can you see that? No one messes with who? <laughs> no one messes Gro- with Gro- Grogu. Grogu. You haven't watched The Mandalorian? No. Oh. Baby Yoda, basically. You do this meme then. Okay. Lou Ferrigno, he's the original Hulk. He there says, no one messes with Grogu. Uh, taking your big brother to see the bully who stole your lunch nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> nuggies, nuggies. You can see that he's he's kind of teared up down there. Like, he's in distress, Grogu is. That's but, hilarious. Man, I'm oh, telling I you. See, I, I see him now. Yeah. <laughs> I Hulk, see him down there. The Hulk is ready to tear somebody you know, up. Here's so. the thing, that though. was a good show, too. That was a legit show. Lunch nuggies. Was it... Chicken or fish? You know, mm. Who knows? It was right. the lunchroom. Yeah. Who knows? Mystery meat day. One place you won't get mystery meat. Nope. Thank God. Burger. Thank God. <laughs> and though they call it the Wildcat Burger, it's not made from Wildcat. It's, no. it's actual beef. Really? Yeah. They're open Monday through Saturday, 530 to 7. Home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger. Scrumptious chicken. I think he's... What That's are you doing? So funny. Are you convulsing? Funny. No. The, I've never... It's not made out of real wildcat. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But here's the deal. <laughs> Thank you for that. Even if Charburger did use w- real wildcat, oh, it would yeah. still be good. It would Because those people know how to make some burgers. Oh, oh man. yeah. Good that, stuff. B&B Video Games, the home of the greatest store owner probably in Marshall County. I like this guy a lot. He has got some really cool stories. So if you're ever there, stop in. And what's his name, Steven? Ah, uh, Rick. See Rick. Mm-hmm. Ask him to tell you some of the stories about the games and his his uh, store really really cool stories really cool place to be that's bnb video games and then there's boaz nine cinemas in boaz 215 south mccleskey street 548 mccleskey mccleskey black widow 
Have you seen yes. it? Yeah, I hadn't no, seen it. No, but I want to. I, I love seeing the preview. And I, I couldn't justify spending the $30 on Disney Plus to watch just it. Just 30? Yeah. It was just 30? It was just 30. But Is that still. what you're going to pay? Yeah. $30 oh, premiere access on Disney Plus to watch that movie. No, thank you. All right, so confession. Uh-huh. I've got to be the guy that's going. got to go into Disney Plus, and I have to watch all the Marvel stuff. Yes. Because I've not. You're back. You're back. Back. Backlogged. I'm big time backlog. Backlog. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Like Iron Man 2 backlog. Hey, guys. Ooh. We. Ooh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> wow. You know? Iron Man 2? Yeah. And I'm, all that's of y'all the making thing. fun of me for Infinity Wars. And then. <laughs> well, look. All you Marvel fans out there. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm not bashing it. I'm just saying I hadn't, hadn't, you hadn't, done, hadn't it. done that. You hadn't done it. Hadn't put set the time aside. Right. Hey, we are so glad that you joined us this lovely, incredible Tuesday, and we hope that you'll stay with us. Invite your friends. Send them on over. You're going to love Marielle Chup. You're going to love the FCA moment of the week. Uh, and it's going to be a really fantastic day. Steven, can you give them, like, the best music ever? Sure, I got that. It's KB and the name right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Hi, I'm Ella Bain Johnson. I'm Becca Corbett. We're the Alberville Aggies, and you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. I don't like mysteries with my food. Like, I'm the guy that gets the same thing, you know, at every restaurant, like, <laughs> I've got my go-tos. You know what I don't you branch like. out. You just get it. The only place I can branch out is Firehouse. Ooh. Firehouse Subs. Because I can just get, just walk up and go, I'll have that one today. And I enjoy it, <laughs> you know? So no regrets? No regrets. No regrets. Not even one letter. There he is. Look at that man. Look at him. He's got the war paint Hello? on. Hello? Chris, Hello? you're a boss. Y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I said, you're a boss. No, not at all. Look at you. Look at that war paint. What are you doing? Who are you fighting today? (laughs) Man, we we, uh, we in spiritual warfare this week. We in Coleman, baby. (laughs) Freedom. Freedom. What you you grabbing on over there? I am eating a chicken salad because I care about my weight, but it's delicious. I had grilled nuts. Yeah, I like to hear it. I had grilled things. I like to hear it. You know... I'm trying. I'm trying, Chris. None of us, all of us, don't wake up with muscles and face paint like you. No. You know? I, eh. <laughs> He's got nothing I, to say because he knows it's true. It's not. I just, I just couldn't this, think of anything. This is it's the, not. This is the guy with the Versace picture that we used to put up. <laughs> Styling. Styling. At Bridge Street. He's Versace, my man. Okay. He's my man. Oh, man. I think that brand has changed a couple times, man. It has. We keep I'm, changing I'm sure it. it on Gucci. Purpose. Gucci. Sorry, Gucci. <laughs> how how was y'all's fourth? You know, it was good. Not as patriotic as your face, but it was good. It was. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. Good. I'm really. I'm really envious yeah. in this Wait. moment. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hey, I I got some more if you want it. I'll bring it to the. Bring it on uh, over. I'll... Chris, you're always invited here. By the way, you FCA people, this studio is always available and open for you to attend. Oh yeah, yes sir. And, and if you show up, we will get you food. So, all right. If I know you're I like coming. Food. If I know you're coming, I got you. I got you. It's time for the FCA moment of the week, and we are just so incredibly lucky to have one of my favorite Fellowship of Christian Athlete people with the muscles and the face paint, looking like Braveheart today, gonna take the world. My good friend, Chris Herford. How What's you doing? Up, what's up, guys? 
you know, I was great, and then you got on here, and then I got even better. Hey, I'm happy I can help, man. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. So me, me, and you need to get some like face paint like that, Derek, and like sting Next, it up. In two weeks, I'm coming in here with face like paint. Sting, doing like it. Sting, y'all. Did you ever watch oh, Sting, Chris? Sting. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. We're gonna do oh, our face like Sting with the black. Oh, yeah, Chris. He was so oh, there he is. He went away for a second. Chris, tell us what's going on. You look like you are active wherever you are. You are full in. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. And where are we're you? <laughs> we are on our third camp of this summer, and we are in Coleman, Alabama, uh, with some campers having a great time. And uh, we just got done with competition. Now we're about to get ready for a little powwow right before Colorado line. So we're having a ball down here in Coleman. You look like you're ready for competition and powwow. You get, you got oh, yeah, that. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. How how's the weather in <laughs> Coleman? Say that again. How's how's the weather in Coleman? Um, it's actually pretty good. I don't think it's that hot. I don't think it. Yeah. You know, it feels pretty good. I, I don't right, like it. it. feels good. We need to load up and go to Coleman right now. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, come on down. Yeah. So talk a little bit about camp. We got you're, you're on your third one this summer. What do, what do we got coming up in the next? Uh, you got got more camps. What, what yes, do we sir. got? We, next week we are on our last camp, and that will be at Bob Jones High School, nice. Madison West, and then we t- we'll gear up for PLT, which is our big conference. Uh, August 6th and 7th at the Ron Braun Center. And man, we want middle schoolers and high schoolers to attend. Please come out. Uh, we want you guys there. Bring bring your buddies, bring your sisters. And man, we're going to have a great time. Lecrae is going to be there. Uh, that's again, August 6th and 7th. We're going to have the best times ever. And yeah, come on out with the family. Awesome. Yeah, if you go, you get to see Chris. Mm-hmm. But will you nah. be wearing more paint? You gotta come and find out. <laughs> Listen to this guy. That's pretty good. Listen to that's this guy. Good. Look at him. Uh, anyway, that's PLT. That's the big thing coming up that anybody can be involved in. Where can they go buy those tickets? They can come go to our website, which is northeastalabamafca.org, and look on there. And there's a link to click on to register and get tickets and get signed up. Awesome, man. Well, okay. We have some questions for you, Chris, that have Let's nothing to do ride. with fellowship of Christian athletes, and well, Let's maybe go. maybe they do. You look like you're ready to uh, win the battle of Stal of uh, Sterling over there I, for freedom. Uh, anyway, right. but here comes Derek. All right. So from time to time, we like just ask people very personal questions. It's good and for just you. See. Let's go. All right. So if you had to pick cats or dogs. Oh. Dog. Yes. Dogs. All right. Yes, correct. All right, so Thanksgiving is a very important holiday. Okay? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Because we, yeah. we love to eat. So are you a are you a ham guy or a turkey guy? Uh, turkey with dressing and Mm-mm. ham with pineapple. Oh. oh, come on, somebody. Yes, right. Lord. Uh, this doesn't count, but I just I'm Smoke curious. Turkey. Smoke is, turkey. Is, yeah. is sweet potato casserole a real thing or no? Glory to God. Yes, it is. Okay. Sure. Right. Well, y'all are both wrong. All right, now. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you had to choose your favorite vacation spot, mountains, mountains or beach? Mountains. Easy. Mountains. Easy. Mountains. 
And there you go. Yeah. There's Chris. We just got to know him so He's well. He's from Scotland. Look at him. <laughs> Chris, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for joining us. For sure. You Thank made you our day. Have. Y'all go to uh, Northeast Alabama FCA and find more information about PLT. Chris, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, guys. See y'all. See you later. Okay. Chris was fun. Sweet potato casseroles and not a side. Why is it not a That's side? That's not a side. It's just not. Dessert? It's it's not anything. It's sweet potato. That's, I mean. With marshmallows? No. See, that's and not. brown sugar? No. Mm-mm. I don't, mm. <laughs> It's like a soup. I don't know what it, it's like. <laughs> My wife and her family, they're all about some sweet potato casserole. Those tomatoes are legit. They looked good. Like, they might have robbed a garden. Those are really they, good. They robbed a garden. Um, I, You know where I bet they got those? Where? Tomatoes? Hmm. Food City. No. <laughs> Publix is closer. Yeah, I know. I just, I just like to do that every time you I'm know. here. I've yet to go in there. Oh, man. Got the best gummy bears in the in the nation. <laughs> <clears throat> they got the gummy bears. I'm telling you. Go, go straight back. When you go into Food City, hang a right. You can get some Starbucks if you want it. Um, I only stop if I have a gift card. And then... Mm-hmm. You go to the back wall, and there is a candy section. Of course, you can get almonds and stuff like that if you're trying to be healthy. Have you um, been in there, Stephen? No, not Food City yet. I feel like I'm missing out. You are. I feel like I'm you missing. You can bring this this cup in there and have a have. Then just let me fill it up. It, no, 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 no. You got their buggies have cup holders. Cup holders. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Do they? But do they have like the kid? Kid buggies that look like uh, race cars. Um, I don't know. I deny my children that luxury. Oh, so well, I, give I, it, I, I give it to mine at Publix. <laughs> I was one of those parents. Golly, <laughs> not just. <laughs> you know that's that's interestingly. Like, I believe just invest in the dreams of my children. <laughs> uh, crucify yourself today. I know, right? <laughs> Put away your flesh, son. You don't need that race car buggy. You know, interesting. You don't enough, really want that. My kids have never asked for the race car buggy. They've we've never walked in the store. Now I'm gonna probably pay for this. You will like, today. The next time <laughs> that we go to a store, but like literally, Yay! they've never. When we've walked into a so store, humble. they've never said, "I have to have the race car buggy." Well, I mean, that's. Not, I don't think that's good parenting. I just don't think that they've really noticed that there's race car buggies. Well, once they do, well, it changes the game. Well, let me. You let better you not be the parent. You better I won't not do be that the. To you. <laughs> if you're listening out there, you're missing out on life. <laughs> Gavin, cover your ears. There's no such thing. Gavin, listen to Uncle Seth here. <laughs> By the way, he's going to be in kindergarten in like three weeks. I know. Are you emotional? I, I don't know. My like, son, just, my son's starting preschool. I'm getting emotional about it. See, preschool wasn't hard for us because, for me, that was just next door. Oh. You know, because mm-hmm. our church has the daycare, so my kids have been with basically with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can now with I, with Gavin, I could see him and leave, and he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Nora is a little. It's I can't. Little see, I can't see her and leave. She, she, the lip starts quivering. You know, she thinks yeah. she's going with me. So yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, yeah preschool. I mean, kindergarten will be that'll be that's a whole different ball game. It's yeah. a whole different ball game. I'm not ready. I don't think I'm ready. I'm not ready. Me and you can cry about it. In I'm just I'm just telling two or you. three weeks. I told Mallory. I said I, I told my wife I better not hear any any flack when if I cry. Yeah. When I drop him off. Did you, Stephen? Uh, no. no, 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 no tears. Okay. No, it, no it was tears. an emotional time though. I mean, it was. I didn't yeah. cry, but it's a pretty big step. Yeah. My little well, girl. just she'll be a first grader this time. Wow. So yeah. Well, I just obviously we've all been in school, and you just that's like to me you're pop, that's that's popping the bubble. You know, like the the protection time's over preschool. Mm-hmm. Been with mom and dad maybe, and and now it's you can't really. You can't control what they hear. You can't hear what they take in. You can't hear. You can't. There's just so much you can't control, and so it's like a whole at. a whole another level of of parenting. You know, I feel like we're about to go into the deflection stage of parenting, where we're trying to deflect. What you know, people are saying you know, maybe doing. maybe negativity, maybe maybe different beliefs, like right, maybe right. you know, but then still put in him the ability to love people, to treat people the way that he's supposed to treat people to to be kind and you know so it's just let's just say it parenting is hard <clears throat> oh my gosh <laughs> you know it's just <sighs> you know it's like it's like uh what's the adam sandler movie where he has to go back to school billy madison yeah when he when he grabs that kid and goes never grow up <laughs> never and it's like that is so true i just, saw a meme know? the other day it's like what's the biggest mistake you ever made and they said Wanting to grow up, or <laughs> well, to grow- so you spend you spend your whole childhood going. Yeah, I can't wait till I get. I want to be an adult. I can't wait till I get. I'll finally be thirteen. I'll be a teenager. Oh, I can't wait till I can drive. I can't wait till I'm eighteen. Can't wait but to you get can't married. Wait, can't wait to do this, this, and then. By the way, when all of that stuff happens, you spend the rest of your time going. Grah, golly, I wish I was. <laughs> I wish a, I would have slowed I down. I wish I was ten again. You mm-hmm. know, like. No stress, no worries, you know. Legit. Like. That's a real conversation. Talk about the circle of life. Like. Lion King there. In the circle. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. You need to cut it. We watch We watch Lion King maybe once a week. Oh. At my house. The, the, then you're definitely a good parent. And, all right. Well, here's. Gavin wanted to watch Lion King too. Right. Big mistake. Did you say two? The second one. It's awful. Don't it's they have terrible. Like one and a half or I don't know. It's terrible. Like I just want to be like, why did we make this? Mm-hmm. You know, you had to know that Lion King I've was never a classic. Seen it. It's like Aladdin Return of Jafar. Like I don't think I've ever seen that because I just know there's no no. There's nothing better. Steven, this is where you fell in love, like, you know, Robin Williams, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Love Aladdin. His stuff. Aladdin was great. Nobody yes. could have done. I mean, that's one of the greatest. It's one of the best characters of all time. Best, yes, and 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 they said he not be like he was amazing. They said they just let him go with Aladdin too. Like a lot of that yeah. stuff that they just let him go, and then the animators had to come back after him and try and like draw it and in. draw it in because he his his he was his, a genius, really. Oh if you think if you about notice, it, yeah. The intro to the show even has his voice in there twice. Really? Yes, yeah. he's the guy mm-hmm. at the beginning that's telling the story. You uh-huh. know? He's also, hello, at the very top. <laughs> we came to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he, he did a really good job in a hook also. I played a clip from that this morning on the show. 
hook oh, is sure did, where Rufio draws the line in the sand Rufio. and says, if you believe this is pan, you cross this line. If you don't, you cross this line. It was really cool. Man, Robin Williams was just the man. Do you remember who Hook was, though? No. Dustin Hoffman in really good makeup and wow. costume. Yeah. Blew my mind. I had no idea. Wow. I don't think uh-huh. I knew that either. I need yeah. to know who Dustin Hoffman is. I You're going to really know him when you see him. Guilty. Yeah. yeah. Not knowing. Hook is good. Um, uh, what is the what one where the... he was the doctor? Yeah, get out of my head. <laughs> I was just about to say, what's the one where he's Pat the doctor? Something? Patch Adams. Patch, Patch Adams. Adams. That's a good one. That's Dustin oh, Hoffman. Okay. What about oh. Jack? Well, Jack was a good one, too. Oh, yeah. Where he was up. Jack was good. Where he was an overgrown Dead Poets Society. Yes. No, that that one he that he shined in that one. Yeah. Dead and Poets then, uh, Society. You Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill. What'd you say? Goodwill Hunting. I think he got an Oscar on that one. Toodaloo! <laughs> oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. How did we miss that one? That oh, was man. that was one of his best works. I can I can watch that over and over oh, and over and over. It, it never gets duh. old. That's one of those that every time it's on TV, you're like, okay, we're yeah, watching. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching this. Kids, yeah. sit down. Totally, totally watching this. Yeah. I'm going to put that you know on my we, Netflix list to try to see if there's any Robin William anything. We, uh, I need to watch it. So we may have started a new 4th of July tradition. Um, Let's hear it. Well, my kids were somewhat sickly, and so we just kind of stayed at home. at home. And we ended up the night of the 4th while apparently my neighborhood had bought all the fireworks on the planet. Doesn't sound like it. Which I, no, here's like the deal. I have no problem with it, by the way. Yeah. Uh, now, July 10th at 10.30, you shouldn't be shooting fireworks. Where but, did you get <laughs> the rest of the art? Yeah. Yeah. Where so, did you? Where did so you? we decided we would watch The Sandlot. Mm-hmm. We would watch one of the best baseball movies ever made. There's nothing you, more really patriotic. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, come on, Sandlot. I know. Yeah. So we, we watched The Sandlot. And, <laughs> uh, we were playing in the yard yesterday, and my daughter... She, I rolled her the ball. Me and Gavin were playing catch. I rolled her the ball, and she didn't throw it. She ran it in, and me and Gavin both went, "You're killing me, Smalls. Oh, <laughs> You're killing me." Yes. You know? so, brilliant. Um, brilliant. And Mallory, my wife was like, "Did we just start a new tradition?" I was like, "We will watch the Sandlot every Fourth of July. Yes. yes from yes. now on, that's what we'll do." I tell you know, Christmas. I like to watch a Christmas story every year. Over. And over. I don't watch it like that. No, oh, dude. When I'll it's on the like, you, when it's on the marathon, you don't watch yeah, it on the marathon. TBS over and over oh, and over. Yeah. And over Twenty-four and over hours. And over. I like this. We watched the you Santa know, Claus. Tim Allen's the Santa Claus oh, just the other day. So good. It's a good one. So good. Yeah. And Elf never gets old. Partial schedule. Uh, yeah. And Elf is good too. The world's best coffee. That's congratulations, guys. Great you job. Did it. This is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a great movie. I, Will Will Ferrell can be hilarious. Here's whoever right, invented no. the elf. Great. It, Will Ferrell is either it's either really the funniest, dirty or really yeah. Well, really it's either funny. the funniest movie yeah. or it's like why why did why why you just why? wasted your life? Why did we yeah like mm-mm. yeah? What's your favorite Will Ferrell movie there, Stephen? Ah oh, man, there's so many. <laughs> Anchorman is hilarious. Anchorman's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the other guys. The other guys with him and Mark Wahlberg, the police movie. <laughs> I yeah, haven't seen that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's that one's pretty funny. Elf, Elf, Elf is up there though. I think Elf was made by John what's the, Favreau. What's the cleanest movie? He's Remember ever John done? Favreau? Will Ferrell? No. Which who's John? John Favreau is uh, he plays Happy in Iron Man. 
the guy who drives Tony Stark around. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Mm, he directed Elf. Yeah. Wow. Well, good sure job. Well, well done, it, my so. friend. Well done. Pretty cool. I'm kind of a movie buff. I would, I would say <laughs> I like that, that about you. Is Elf probably the cleanest movie that he's done? Can you think be. of Will Ferrell doing yeah. anything cleaner? No. I mean, it's the cleanest one. It's got to be. Yeah. It is clean. It is really it? is a yeah. clean movie. I mean, you got the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. That's not very... That's, that's not clean. clean. And then, what? <laughs> you got Step Brothers and all kinds of stuff, yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're about to do Clutch and... Might as well. 38, 38 <laughs> seconds. Yep, yep. To redeem what we just said about Will Ferrell, you know? <laughs> like, we're just talking. We're not yeah. quoting movies. Jesus, we're just talking about. Jesus, please forgive me. Jesus, right. take the wheel. Cletus, take the reel. <laughs> you got to love Tim Hawkins. That's pretty That funny. man is hilarious. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. But uh, Yes, I have. I have seen that one. Cletus, yes. take the reel. You need to watch my big... Pink tractor. It's great. <laughs> By the way, my Facebook's doing that thing where it tells me I have a message, and then when I pull up Messenger, there's no message. No so. message. And now, today's clutch moment. I want to talk to you about taking steps, mm. moving forward. Mm. You know, every great thing happens when you actually move, right? That's true. I mean, you got to. Yeah. Nobody can do anything great in any sport, in life, in leadership, anywhere without making moves. And so I believe God has massive things planned for each of us, but all of these things start with moving forward. You cannot stay the same and move forward. There is an event in the Bible that highlights this event, and it's found in Matthew 14, 22 through 33. And it's when the boat that the disciples is on is on is going up and down in some terrible waves have you ever been seasick before no and no, I, I have a lifelong goal of not ever being seasick so have yeah, you ever there's that. been on a boat in the ocean no and don't want to be yes no. okay so no. how about you Stephen you... yeah I've never been seasick but I've been out on the ocean before yeah, yeah so you know, beach is good with me Same. you know I, I've done cruise ships they don't feel this way as much but I have done a tiny little boat on the waves, and it's terrifying sometimes. It can be. And so at, imagine a, this storm's happening, and the waves the waves are going up and down, and the boat's crashing, and the, the disciples, which more than once thought they're going to die, yep. are going through this, and they see what they believe is a ghost. And they start wigging out even more. Yeah, it gets, They're really good at wigging it out it gets if you worser. read the Bible. It gets, it gets way worse. Worser, worser. And all of a sudden, Peter calls out and said, Is that Jesus? And he says it is. And he tells him, Okay, if it's really you, tell me to come walk on the water. I don't know in what world the waves are going up and down, the storm is crashing, and I see Jesus walking out on the thing, and the first thing I think of is, Hey, I want to get out there too. So Peter, it's so Peter. I guess like if he you was really, a fisherman. If you really think about it, like that's, he was a that's Peter. That's, you know, that's his attitude. And Jesus says, "Okay, come on." And what happens? Dude walks on water. He walks on water. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. So he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Until he goes, oh wow. And then he notices uh, this. The Bible says the wind and the waves and the storm, yeah. which we would. He was all like, of us, oh, every one of us. Am I really walking on water? And Jesus saves his life. Yes. Right. But it's a pretty cool story. 
Because eventually God took Peter to a level no one else had ever been. He did something with Peter that nobody ever did before or after. Right? He walked on water. Uh, and, and somewhere, no one would ever be again because he was willing to take a step. It's eventual in the Bible, and me and you know this, that Jesus decides to make Peter, what, the rock that he builds his church on. And if you study church history, Peter is largely in charge of and responsible for the spreading of the gospel and the creation of the church, right? Mm-hmm. And Derek, I honestly believe a lot of that stemmed from his bravery to take a step right here when nobody else would. Right. Right? And so, how do I take steps forward myself? And I want to say the first thing, God's ability to use you is not determined by your age. Yes. Whether you're too old or too young, I think people make excuses and they immediately disqualify themselves based on their age. But I want to give you some stats before I ask you a question. Okay. And you may not you may not know this. I actually had to research it because I sometimes I'm not near as smart as Derek, so <laughs> Uh, but I want to tell you some characters in the Bible who God used under the age of 30 and were successful when God started using them as teenagers and as young people. There's a, there's 30 people. Daniel was used as a teenager at mm-hmm. 17. The 11 apostles, the majority of them, were in their teens and early 20s. I don't think we realize that when we remember right. their names. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were all very young. Young, very young. David. David was very young when he was used for the first time. His daddy didn't even come get him out of the field. Right. Joseph was under 20 when he started being used. Miriam, Rahab, Samuel, Jonathan, Mary. Mary was a teenager when she had Jesus. Mm -hmm. Josiah the king, he became king at 8. And Timothy, Solomon, Jesus at the age of 33. So, so often we we say we can't do these things because we're not old enough when the majority of the major characters in the Bible, not the majority, but a lot of them in the Bible were young. So why is it important that we realize God can use this no matter what our age is? I mean, it just opens us up for the possibility. Um, And a lot of times I think that we we put caps or we put levels on what God wants to do based on our perception or our expectations yeah. you know they're like you said and part of that is church culture and yeah. i understand why we divide everything by age yeah. um i, I totally true. understand it but you know sometimes it becomes a wall but yeah 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 i mean right. we, we once you get to a certain age up top then you're no longer considered effective or what that's not true or right. Because you're a certain age at the bottom, you know whether you're 15, 16, 17. Can't you know, you, yet, yeah. you know, maybe you're like this. If if I have somebody in my ministry, in my youth ministry, that you know says, "Hey, I've 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 been called to preach," like I try to make that a point to let them do that. Yeah, me you know, too. like in front of their peers. Like one, you got to start doing it. Yes. And two, like just because I'm 15, 16, well, I got to wait till I'm 25 before I can preach. No, 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 no you don't. Like it, you got need to start doing it. And so like now, you know, I think yeah. a lot of that is us perception, expectation, yeah. culture because culture is learned. It's not something that, you know, culture is not something that just happens. So I think a lot of times with age and that expectancy is because of stuff that the church has just built ingrained yes. into what we do. Yes. 
The second thing I want to say is you must let go of your past. I think this is a lot mm-hmm. of people's problems, if I'm honest. I would it's, say eighty. I would say almost seventy-five percent of people. This is a big. This is a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. And Stephen Furtick says this, and I like the way he says it. He said, "You can't take hold of what's new, while you have a death grip on what was." Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, and, and it's That's, also it's it's a defense mechanism. It's a it's a it's an excuse. It's it's the enemy. Satan will use that against you. Yeah. Of hey, do you remember when you were, you know. 17, 18. Do you remember what you did? Yeah. Do you remember how you lived? Yeah. Do you remember? But, I mean, just like you went through that list of the ages of the people that he used, go look up the people that he used that were just jacked up individuals. Mm. You know, Abraham lies. All of them. <laughs> Abraham lies multiple times in the beginning of his story. Um, he, Him and his wife, Sarah, when the angel, Lied or when God, when yeah. God said, hey, you're going to have a kid, Sarah yeah. laughed. And Abraham, like, and he, and then lied about it. Like, did yeah. you just laugh at the Lord? And she was like, "No, I didn't. I didn't laugh. No, I'm you good." You know, and you know, chief among those is is Paul. Yeah, or Saul. Then Paul, like Saul, Saul murdered Christians. That's right. And then God uses him to write two thirds of the New Testament. And That's so, good. like, getting over, like, allowing, like, when God changes us and He saves us, we've been made new. So now, because we are new. We can walk out of that past, and we can let that go into what God will have for us to do. Yeah, that's good. Then last, you must step to your future. So why is it important that we focus on our future and what God can do with us? Mm. Well, it's everything that you... It's kind of what we've talked about. We've got to let the age stuff go. we got to let the excuse stuff go. we got to let the past stuff go. And You can't get somewhere unless you put it in motion and i think a lot of times is and and our pastor talked about this this week and some a couple weeks ago is we want god to just specifically say hey go do this and sometimes he does sometimes he doesn't because he just wants us to start moving and and that is what faith is faith is is the evidence of things unseen like i haven't seen it but faith is the ability for me to go you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna walk anyway regardless of if i see so that's the that's the almost this paradoxical type thing with our faith is focus on our future without worrying about your future because there's a difference there and because god's already in your future that's right he's already walked that out he's already made that way he's just waiting for us to follow him in faith and to put aside all the other stuff and so what he says to do yeah yeah Yeah. that's good (laughs) so i challenge you all i don't know what that next step looks like for you but just make it whether walk. whether it's small or big walk no matter what it is yeah. just take it and the first step i'd like to tell you to take is walk walk right into charburger that's a <laughs> oh my that's the best segue a, ever walking walking just, you know into charburger God uh, is, called, is a glorious you. place is the home of the famous Chargrill wildcat burger chicken fingers philly cheesesteaks and jumbo crispy onion rings mm. and then B&B video games over there in uh, Albertville by the Pizza Hut. Yep. They've got all kinds of games you can pay and play all day. All day. All day. You don't need a pocket full of quarters. Because then if you forget a belt, dream. if you forget a belt and have a you know, <laughs> pocket full of quarters, your pants are going to fall down. That's awkward. Um, and so you can avoid Was that. Was then, it is now. Yep. So you don't need that fanny B&B pack. B&B video games. You don't need that fanny pack. Lord, you help know? us with the fanny pack. 
Goodness gracious. Anyway, Boaz Non-Cinema, the home of the semi-circle movie theater. That's the Boaz Non-Cinema. And like Steven said, there's a lot of good movies out right now. And you're going to have a chance later on in the show to win two tickets there this weekend. Hey, we're going to go to some music and we'll be right back. No, I haven't been to a movie theater in 50-11 years. 50-11? That's a whole lot. Mm. It's been a long time. You didn't go to one down at the beach? No, we don't do movies at the beach. Kids aren't that age yet, are they? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Nora's just now getting to the age where, like, she watched, she was glued to the sandlot. Like, that was, like, probably the first time she's ever watched a full movie mm-hmm. and just been, like, enthralled with it. That not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually she watches a couple minutes, she's bouncing around, then she'll watch a couple minutes, then she's bouncing around, you know. Yeah. You know, the life of a two-year-old. Now, Living your best now, I will life say, now I will every say, day. <laughs> I will say that Gavin, Gavin has he's the he's the glued to the TV type kid. You know, like you could Mine's you not. could you could put something on and leave him and oh. then forget about him. And yeah. like, where, where's he at? Oh, he's still. I don't. He's still watching. Those. You know. I would like one of those. <laughs> he loves the movies. He loves movies. And we've started playing this Super Nintendo. I've got that Super Nintendo Classic that's got like a, like a collection of games, and so we've been playing Super Mario and Donkey Kong and that's my boy Star Fox and well, I've been playing Madden and hockey with my son. Gavin, Gavin said so we he'll don't get like up hockey. and say, "Hey, can we play hockey?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm no good at it. Look, I mean, I remember as a kid playing uh, NFL Game Day '98 had Jerome Bettis on the cover. And me and my dad would play, and he would be the fullback, and I would be the running back, and he would lead block around the edge, and it was a touchdown every time. <laughs> I remember it. He'd just tear him out. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, yeah. you know, Josiah, he enjoys playing the get video games with me like that. What you looking up over there? That looks awesome. Did y'all see the auction? Uh, let's see. It was Super Mario 64. For no. Nintendo 64. In, in 64. Yeah. $1.5 million. What, what is it? It's for sold. That game for it. N64. Nintendo 64. It's called Super Mario 64. Well, like, like was it a special copy? It was just really pris- in pristine condition. Oh. Over $1.5 million. Wow. Question. Yeah. Once you purchase that, do you actually want to play that? No. No. <laughs> don't no. play it. And by the way, like... And it becomes an <clears throat> investment, right? Right. Yes. But see, nowadays, like, that's something that will end because nowadays, like, everything's digital. So, like, you don't have a copy, you know? That's true. You don't have... Don't have... You to. don't have that. An original uh, an original Len- Legend of Zelda cartridge sold... That was a good game. ...for $870,000. I'm surprised oh, it didn't sell for more than the Mario. You know, and all these kids right now, like, that are my age are like... I had that in my possession. Mm-hmm. You know what I I'm saying? Too. Yeah, I, I had too. that. Yep. I had that. Well, I never had the N64. <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I, I didn't either. I, I went Super Nintendo, then I went PlayStation. So I never had an N64. PlayStation 1. <laughs> PlayStation. PlayStation um, 2. PlayStation so, 3. So, yeah, that's what I... Well, actually, I went then PlayStation I went 1 Xbox. and 2. Then I went Xbox. I didn't, I didn't do PlayStation 3. I went Xbox 360. So, um, it's funny because some of that stuff... For people our age, we've literally had, like, somebody had that 
it's like you want to go back. You want to be like Back to the Future. Go back in time. I knew it would Con- be worth. Convince something. your parents to get two. You open one and play it, and the other one you leave in the plastic. You know, like yes. never yes. touch this. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> I was watching a video on TikTok lately. There was this guy going through uh, like the the attic at his parents' house, and he found these Christmas gifts that were still wrapped, wow. that were never given to him or his brother or sister, <clears throat> and he got to open them up, and inside was an original. Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh. I mean, still in the plastic, oh. completely mint condition, mint condition. All the manuals, everything. I that bet that was wow. worth something. Yeah, I'd there sell was, it. There was a guy that um, I saw. I don't know if I saw it on the news or the internet, but this guy bought some land. I'd mm-hmm. be so happy. And he to bought get it. That. He bought it like one of those. Uh, was it called sight unseen, seen on sight, whatever? You yeah, just yeah, buy yeah. it. Sight unseen. Yeah, yeah sight unseen. Yeah, uh-huh. you just he just bought like ten acres. Right. And um, it's like an auction type deal. So he gets out there, and there's these two. Uh, 18-wheeler trailers, okay? He opens them up. Mm-hmm. There are four 1987 or 6 of the Pontiac uh, Grand Prix. Um, whatever, no, whatever is the Firebirds. It was whatever Smokey and the Bandit was. The yeah. Firebird. He uh, And they were, they were four brand-new cars still shrink wrapped zero mileage and the serial numbers were in order <laughs> and it was like That's what crazy. and so i think he kept one of them and he sold the other three and, and he made like, a fortune yo gosh yes <laughs> i mean those are not like that's not like finding an old you know, 1950s Ferrari God, that's worth like direct, $3 million, But If you could direct something like that in my know, life, you know I, would, that, I would accept it. You know, there are people that that's their living. They go and they go buy, they go buy storage units that mm-hmm. have been foreclosed on. and, and Storage wars. But, but, oh. <laughs> that's okay. Slap that's okay. your microphone. So, but here's the question. Is that... Is that gambling? Like, because you are... Mm. You are... You're spending money in the efforts to make money because here's the deal, I would buy the sto- I would buy the storage unit that had somebody's like bank records in it, you know, like yeah. that, that was it, you know. Uh, woo! That but that I'm would just get be. That bank I'm not that. I can't, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. You know that's just risky. You know, like I don't know. That's I don't know. Crazy. Can you imagine? That would have been. Hey, I bought the storage. You know, I would be the guy that I would bid on this storage. You know, whatever, like unit number three. I would have somebody that would buy number four right next to me. Mine, like I said, would have the bank records, and this guy would have two Ferraris in his, you know, that would pay for, you know, his kid's college right. times six, you right. know. Like, why couldn't have I gotten four? <laughs> Stephen, what was this TikTok about right here? TikTok? You talking about TikTok? Which one? The one, the Star Wars one. Oh, uh, the original manuscript for Star Wars. Oh! Whoa, yeah. how much Again, that Again, while we're talking about things that are worth a lot. It's worth a pretty chunk of change. Star Wars is worth more than the Book of Hours because there's one possible copy in the world that could ever be purchased right here. And I'm not even interested in selling it because it has the original title. The Adventures of Luke Starkiller is taken from the Journal of the Widow. Can I take a picture of it? Wow. Just started watching Star Wars. How much is this worth? $100,000. No. No, that's an It's worth more. That's worth more than that. It's worth more than 100000 There's no way that's correct. Millions. 
That's got to be in the millions. Millions. Right? There's such a like cult how, following. Yeah, of it. about to it's, say how popular that is. It's what somebody will pay for it, and that hundred thousand—that's understatement. What do you think, Stephen? What do you think? I, I think he knows what he's got. No, I think yeah. it's worth more than what he thinks. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. I think uh, worth the lot. I can't believe that one point five million dollars for Nintendo um, all right, 64 so, all right, so game. that's my reference. Like Super Mario sells for one point five, but the original idea and script for Star Wars is only a hundred thousand. Like, I don't, don't buy it. I don't know, but I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, Steven does make sense. I mean, he does know what he has. Somebody has to have priced it. And, the, and, and it's not that... My thing is, is looking at that guy, it's not that he doesn't want to sell it. It's like that he doesn't like 100000 you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who had that Who had that Super Mario? Uh, Was it a kid? Was it... Check and see. Let's see. Who had that if copy? If you were going to buy a collector's item and you mm. could afford one... Mm. What would it be and why? I think now in my life, like where I am right now, um, something the Masters related, something like because the Masters tournament is like, to me, the greatest sporting event over the Super Bowl. Like, I, Really? Like, yeah. I mean, not as far as like, view, obviously not viewers, but I mean, that, that golf tournament is just, so if if I had, you know, Tiger Woods putter from when he came back and won the 2019 Masters, like yeah, that, you know, something cool. like that, that'd you know, cool. like or something from, like, you know, something very rare from the Masters because that stuff is just so like a jacket. Oh God, somebody's jacket. If you had, what if you? Yeah, if you had, like Jack. Yeah, yeah. I can't even. There's some. I mean, I guess there's some video game th- stuff that like, not that I would pay one point. Two million for uh, Super Mario, but you know, there's some collector video game stuff like from my childhood that I wouldn't mind. There was having. one I had, and Stephen, tell me if you had this. I when I was five, I got the original Nintendo. Oh yeah, and I had Duck Hunt, mm-hmm. which is probably still easy to find. Uh, but then I had this game where they had a pad, and you could run. Oh, you had the the floor thing. Yes. Oh, you can't hide money. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it anymore. See, but I, I had it then. I have a I have a dream one day of having this like a that was fun. Only. Not this full upstairs area, but like this little upstairs like loft top deal, yeah. like where um, it's locked behind a key, and I'm the only one that's allowed up there. But Ever. and then in this area is all the video. Like every, I'm talking all the video game systems, not even the ones that I just had, but I'm talking like a Sega. Uh, uh, or a Dreamcast, an Atari, like, and just having those set up. You should really meet this B and B video game guy. <laughs> oh, I, oh, no he doubt. He made an arcade no thing with every, every video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so cool. It would be cool if if that if I could have that. You know, world's largest video game collection. Gaming collector shatters two records with thousands. Fifty-one-year-old Linda Galori. She's an electrical engineer from Richardson, Texas. She's the owner of a massive video game console collection that's earned her two record titles. Now I have. Hey, a, I see her Guinness. So Guinness I have. I have somebody that I used to play with. Um, if you could have Xbox. any game, any original game, you know, and she, from back in the day, what would it be? Oh, 
Are, okay, so are we talking like original state, like playing on a 20-inch TV, or are we talking like a game that I could just have back, like now? Have back, like, have back. Well, I'm, I've kind, I'm kind of getting my wish. NCAA football's coming back. I uh, know. So thank you, God. That is... Um, there, <laughs> God, you have been so good to us <laughs> that, that That is... Um, I love that game. I like to recruit. I like all that. I've got, I I've can got, play that for hours. I've got a friend that I used to play with, and her and her husband, they are they are game collectors. And so she she visits thrift stores. She does yard sales. She does, you know, like she just picked, like she got like the special 64. edition in 64 that that purple edition that they you know nice um and then because i mean and, and she's become even a little bit of a like a video game influencer but i mean she's got 1600 followers so like she wow. has a has a following you that she has person. yeah i mean she's got look she's got the original xbox you know the wow. first one they I came out i didn't know they with. were green that this is the special edition. That's the mountain. That's the limited edition Mountain Dew edition. So like wow. she, she tries to find stuff Looks like that. Like Mountain Dew. Yeah, and um, so like she's even followed and has likes from Xbox Games Collection, which is a like a verified account. So like, you know, that's something that's pretty cool. So, wow. But how many video games did that chick have? Ah, uh, let's see. She had a bunch a of different lot. stuff, like some LCD games. I bet if she games. sold her collection, she would be worth oh my millions. Gosh. How do you start, though? Like, how well, do you... I mean... All right, so, for instance, you got to know... like, Because I, I had a buddy that got on to me when we were kids. 430 playable gaming systems. Wait, systems? Yeah. Largest collection of LCD gaming systems. What is an 1, LCD gaming system? I think those are the ones you used to hold in your hand and play. Remember the ones? Like Game Boys? Or? Not Game Boys. I'm you're talking about even before that. I'm thinking it's before that. You the remember when you ones, used to go to like Dollar baseball. General? And yes. Get the, yeah. My dad had that football one. Oh, though. I loved that one. All I had. You know, all I had. That's, that one was fun. Yeah. The struggle um, was real. But you know, I had a buddy that when I, we were kids, I'll never forget this as long as I live, he looked at me one day because... He came over to my house to spend the night. You know, we're like second grade. Mariel! And Go ahead. he got on to me because I opened my Hot Wheels and played with them. <laughs> you know, like rolled them and crashed them. I know. And, and I was like, well, what, I do did you, that too. what do you do with your Hot Wheels? And he was like, they're all still in the I box. Them. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, they were like yeah. in a box. And yeah. I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever well, heard. Let's you know? ask Mariel. Mariel, what is the coolest thing you've ever collected? Can you hear me? Yes. No. Okay. The coolest thing I've ever collected. What's the coolest thing that you have at your house? Like it's like it's probably worth something. Like <clears throat> a collector's item. Okay, well I'm not actually like positive about this, but growing up I collected American girl dolls like pretty heavily. Wow. So I'm be like worth a whole lot right now like i feel like one day they so could be like i have a good amount of them she knows oh, what she's right. got so she knows what so she's got. my wife actually got a box from her parents house the other day yeah. and do you want to know what was inside yes please tell me beanie babies you know there's some of them that are worth a she lot she has the purple princess die now that one is i know but i don't i think we missed the window for beanie babies because that that yeah. craze was bananas yeah I don't even know what happened there. I was, I, while it was going, I was buying them, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, right, Why do you even right, Mar- want it, Mariel? Look, right. you, you, had a, you, had, you had the dolls. Listen, look, Beanie Babies, 
you would have like I can remember I had a bull because like, I love the Chicago I, Bulls. I can remember being in elementary school and being a like like thinking a about beanie it now, baby like collector? a guy like what being like I got to get that beanie baby. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I got to have yeah. that beanie baby. Yeah. And you and your is is just yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to have the yeah. Daniel, I'm embarrassed to tell you that. Yeah. No, I, there was I had one of my mom's friends gave me a beanie baby like one of the collectors ones like one of like the special edition ones or whatever and it's like in a glass case like oh, we in need my to talk closet. after the show so i knew they were a big deal i just like if you don't want it anymore really... we'll take it for you yeah well, <laughs> i'll give you twenty dollars <laughs> it'll right fund now. our show <laughs> <laughs> right, i heard it could be worth something i don't know yeah. but it's look like a up. black bear or something all right i'm about to look up i'm about to look up um Five dollars in a playing right. card. I don't Most know. Expensive <laughs> beanie baby. It's the princess die bear. I'm just gonna tell you. And she got what'd you say? You got it? Look it up. Um what's it worth? Princess the bear, five hundred thousand. Come on, somebody. Derek's gonna be in rich. my house right Derek's now. Derek's gonna be rich. in my house right now. Derek. Forget the li- for remember the little people, okay? <laughs> Remember the little people. All right, like uh, I'm so make but, the varsity but legit gotta again. Be some <laughs> kind of, you know, there's got to be some kind of criteria. You know, like what she is, still has like, the never Humphrey, Humphrey the camel twelve hundred. Humphrey the camel. Yeah, I ain't never had him. Hoppity the bunny two thousand. I don't know if this Jeez. website's legit, but I feel like it's fake. But I think she had peace the bear. You know, I my, had peace the bear. I think my sisters had peace. I did the bear. too. Um, if I go roll up on Peace the Bear in my closet, I'm going to be excited. <laughs> as soon as we finish this. where you been all my life? Man? As soon as the show ends today, like I'm Seth going is going to speed home. I'm going digging. I think the lobster one, you remember the lobster yes. one? That's yes. That's only 30, that's 3500 I had, I had the bull. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. And today we are so excited to have Mary L. Chuck. She was once a Marshall Christian Stallion. She is now a Covenant College volleyball player. And uh, one of our favorite people here at the Varsity. It's been a while. But how it you doing? Was like, it was like the first like year yes. or like couple months of the show even. Like it was early she's, on. She's we, we, you're legit. We've been having them on. She's an OG. She she's is. an OG. She is. She is. We are almost four years old now, Derek. Wow. Yeah, I guess and it was like, I don't know if it was my junior, I guess it was my junior year of high school. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. feel old? <laughs> I do. I actually, <laughs> Welcome I, to the club. I, I went, yeah, last night I actually went to my high school and we played volleyball pickup with like the team now. Mm-hmm. And I am going into my senior year of college and some of these girls that like I was in school with like aren't even seniors in high school. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, like this is tough. <laughs> And what she didn't say is she dominated. Oh yeah, she <laughs> yeah, yeah. She made him look silly. Yeah, yeah, on that's, accident, but yeah, well, that's fine. That's fine. But anyway, Marielle, again, we are just so honored to have you here, and we're so glad that you're here. Why don't you tell us about your journey? Like, when did you begin playing volleyball? When? Yeah, well, let's just start with that. When did you start? Okay, so I went to like Gunnersville summer camps when I was in like middle school, but Marshall Christian didn't have a team until like, well, actually, yeah, in middle school. It was like, I think my either seventh or eighth grade year. 
And so that's when I began, just like when our school got a team. It was just all basketball up until that point. So sometime in middle school is when I started. Yeah. Marielle went to Marshall Christian, so she played all the sports. Yeah. <laughs> except, for, except for the ones that included running other than yeah. basketball. So that's so, my conduct so athlete what I, right there. What I, what I just heard was that she's an athlete and she's really smart. That's yeah. right. Like, yeah, yeah. So, I don't like to be. No. I only run when I'm chased. Yeah. Like, if I'm, if I'm <laughs> running, if I'm running, you better find out what's behind me and you better run too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hide, hide, hide the kids, hide the wife. You know, whatever. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um. So what? What drew you? What was something that you were like? Okay volleyball something that i really want to do like what was what was that connection um i just it took a while like i will not even lie i did not love volleyball at first i loved basketball i was like i'm gonna do this to keep me in shape Mm -hmm. but it's just like not where my heart's at like i don't like it at all and then I started playing travel ball um, with a team in Albertville. And then I, like, started doing it in Huntsville, too. And it felt like when I was in the off season, like, when I was doing basketball, like, all of a sudden I missed volleyball. And so I would just play that every chance I got. And so it was just, like, a switch from, like, I want to go play basketball in college to, oh, I, I, I kind of want to continue volleyball. Like, I, wanna, I want this to be my thing. I want to work harder for this. And so. Mm, wow. Really, like there was no significant moment. It was just kind of like a, this is what makes me happiest. So, mm. so Mario, when did you realize that you were good enough to play college? When did that moment come? Oh, um, probably not until like my senior year of high school. Um, did I even decide that I wanted to play college volleyball? Which, like, um, if anyone's thinking about doing it, like, don't wait that long. I It was literally, like, the summer before my senior year that I started going to these camps for schools that I was looking at. And that's just really late start. But I was just kind of hopeful. Like, I really didn't know, like, if I was good enough to play anywhere, like, at any level. So that's why I went to these camps. And I was, like, I was listening to every piece of feedback that these coaches would give me. Like, can I play here? And actually, where I'm at now, at Covenant, when I was talking to the coach, she was like, I love your spirit, like, you're good, but you would probably have to be on, like, our JV team, which is just, like, a really intense intramural team. She was like, I don't think that you've played at a high enough level to play college. And that just absolutely lit a fire under me. I was like, Mm. oh, like, you want to bet? And then, like, I went to their camp in January and she saw me and after camp she was like you know I think I was wrong like I think you could be on varsity like it just took like seeing me in person for her to be like oh like you can totally be a part of my team wow I like that well I mean she, like that I earned that, it story yeah that was I was tied up <laughs> that wow. um you know that's one thing when you're presented with negative feedback you know like and I think a lot of times we just have that expectation that we're going to do whatever we think we're going to do because we decided we were going to do it. And then when somebody says, no, I don't I don't really think that you're good enough. And, but, but you're faced with a choice. Like, do you just accept that, that negative feedback and let that define who you are or do you work harder? Yeah. Um, and so when you say it lit a fire under you, like what were some of the things that you did to, 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 to prove her wrong? So I want to say like we had that talk in like 
September, October. And um, I, too, I was still in season. I mean, I was still, so this way, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, even as an athlete, I do not like working out. You will never see me in the gym in my free time. Like, I do it because I know I need to. But, like, I'm just not one of those people that's just motivated to get to the gym. Amen. Like, I was, like, trying to improve my vertical. I was, like, I don't care if I'm doing this the right way or not. Like, anything I can do before I know I'm at this camp in January. Dude, I was running. Like, like, I was just doing anything. Like, like, anything I was, like, that I thought that she would notice when I got there. Mm. Wow. That's awesome. That's phenomenal. So what is the biggest difference between high school and college? <laughs> um, or give us some of the differences. Give us more yeah. than one. Give, give me all yeah. the major differences. Right. So um, definitely level of play. I mean, I think that that's a given. But still, especially just coming from a small Christian school, like you definitely have those schools that are like, good and like com- like compatible um but just coming up to a college level like d1 d2 d3 like any level it's just automatic like higher play it's faster play like it's it's ongoing you know in high school like the ball might drive drop a few more times than it does but like in college like these are long rallies that get you really fired up and like that brings more energy automatically um and you're also surrounded by girls who have chosen to play oh, yeah. volleyball for a reason like they're all there they're all driven you know in high school it's not recruited so it's just kind of like like i was at the beginning like oh i'm playing to stay in shape or like i'm just playing because my mom wants me to so there's not necessarily the same kind of fire and love for the sport that i would say that i've gotten to experience with like all the girls in college which is awesome um and like definitely like workouts like having like the year-round like seasons in the fall but then like off season is still go 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 like it's not just like okay like practice will start again next july like it's never ending so wow my name is tyler walls my name is brie walls we are the douglas Douglas eagles Eagles, and and you're listening to the varsity Varsity radio Radio show so marielle i i saw you uh, you were telling me you work in chattanooga what do you do there so my school is up on lookout mountain I've seen it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like, literally, like, it's not in Chattanooga, but, like, it's in Chattanooga. Like, it's... Close. um, Like, literally, like, my school is, like, 0.7 miles from, like, the Chattanooga state. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's Chattanooga. Um, But, so, I am nannying this summer up on the mountain. Yes, it's just, like, that's what I love. And just being an athlete year-round, your schedule is hard to work around so yeah. it's like difficult finding like a, a job especially since we up are up on the mountain it is like five minutes for sure to get like anywhere um so babysitting up here has just been great i've been with this family for like half a year now like i love them so i'm up in chat three days a week and then i go back home for the weekends super nice good place to stay so and it's making money so i was like so with yeah, all the living that dream. So with all the college changes now, like Covenant's not paying you to uh, play volleyball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I guess, like that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's talking about like the big schools that you sell your like yeah your trademark right. Anyway, so you nanny, and uh, yeah. and so have you really enjoyed Covenant? Has that been? I really have. I 
was actually so resistant to even visit Covenant, but I mean, like, I really would not want to be anywhere else. Like, I absolutely love it. Like, I've met my best friends here. I just, and it's in a good area. Like, I, it's just nice. So, uh, how I want to go to Covenant. <laughs> so, what you was should? a little jealous? What's <laughs> a, what was the, what was the? I mean, you're a senior in college, so let's go back to freshman year in college. Like, what was the what was the like? Oh snap! I'm in college now. Like, what was that moment like? Like, away from <sighs> home. The morning I left to move in was pretty hard. Yeah. This is going to sound bad. Do not tell my parents. But, well, they are. Yeah, they're not, they're not watching or anything. Hey, we got yeah. we got no, 10 seconds. We'll go into that story. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And we are back on the Varsity Radio Show. We got Marielle with us. She's a volleyball player at Covenant College. And so we were just talking on Facebook Live. Um, by the way, if you're in your car, pull over and uh, watch us on Facebook Live. So and, good. Um, so we were just talking about that that life experience of you you leave home, you go to college, and what's what's that like leaving home? What's that moment like, Mario? It was really hard. I feel like I was just like overly stoked. Like I was so excited because it's only an hour and a half away. It's not like a far drive. Right. But I was so excited. I was like, wow, like college, like I'm doing it, like wow so much fun and i am really close with my parents but the morning i left for college leaving my dog was like the hardest thing <laughs> ah, there it is <laughs> i did all, not see that coming all of the pictures i have from my like the morning i was leaving to go to covenant are of me holding crying with my dog like sobbing <laughs> and yeah <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I did not see that coming. <laughs> it worked though. Like I knew that they were gonna be in my game in like two weeks. So I was like, this is fine, but like they can't bring a dog in the gym. And I'm talking like sobbing, like on the drive air, like packing my it was awful. Like I was like dish. That's great. I, That's I, great. Thank I, you, sir. I remember like I had saved money up and then like I'm like ready. Like get me out of here. Parents didn't even drive me down. I drove myself and the whole drive. I'm just like, this is the greatest day of my life. And then like you pay the deposit on all your stuff, your room, your bills. You go buy groceries. All my money was gone. <clears throat> I didn't have a job. And I was just like, I want my mama. Like, it's not going to work. <laughs> That's awesome. Though. Yeah. The dog. The dog. <clears throat> like, uh, I was like. She's getting teary now. She's getting like, teary now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so, so wow. So away from volleyball for just a second. So uh, you're you're about to be done with school, correct? Yes, this is my senior year, and then next year I am going to get my master's um, for teaching. But okay. after that, all right. So that that in a way answered my question. So are you going to come oh. back and teach? No, it's okay. Are you are you going to come back here? and teach in Marshall County, or are we going to try to teach somewhere else? And what, uh, what grades and all that good stuff? <clears throat> so I am majoring in middle school education, concentrating Bless your in heart. history. So I, I would like to do history over English, um, but Amen. I have a concentration for both. And then everyone's always just like oh like i'll pray for you like why would you choose middle school and i totally understand it is a gross weird uh. awkward age <laughs> but i'm so 
literally love it. I absolutely love that. <laughs> I think they're so fun. And this is gonna, I love, I love kids. Like the kids I nanny are two and six months. Like I love babies, but I love them so much that I don't want to teach them and my love for them kind of like go away. <laughs> Cause I can get frustrated easily. Um, but yeah, I worked at camp after my freshman year in Missouri and it was a middle school aged camp and I absolutely fell in love. I was like, this is what I want to do. Like I can do this. Like I want to be a part of like this stage of these kids' lives. Like so middle school history and I don't know about I would love to stay in chap, honestly. Um I've also thought about going down to Florida. I don't know if I'll end up in Marshall County again. It'll always be home. All my friends are there, but I don't necessarily have like this like desire to like teach in Marshall County. I got you. Nice. Well, I mean, I taught seventh grade history for uh, five years, so everything that oh. you just said, yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, I, I hear you. So we can uh, we can talk later, and I can give you some uh, some do's oh, yeah. and some don'ts with the seventh grade. <laughs> Yeah, so, but I mean, that is awesome. Are you going to coach? Do you want to coach volleyball? She should. I, I'm not even going to lie. Volleyball confuses the mess out of me. Like, <laughs> in like a volleyball lineup, <clears throat> those are, I do not understand. Like, I get on the court where my coach tells me, but past that, I don't know how she got me there. I just go. So, I would, I would love to keep to coach volleyball though but i would also love to coach basketball because honestly i would say my basketball iq is way higher than my volleyball iq i yeah. just love playing one more than the other yeah. that's really awesome. so yeah well, wow. that would be awesome this is a great interview yeah so let's talk about people who've influenced you talk about your coaches in college like what have they meant to you how have they helped you develop how are you a better person because of them oh my gosh my college coaches right Oh my gosh. I literally have the best coaches like in the whole entire world. Like I have, I could not say enough good things about them. Like it's like overwhelming. I mean, it is, it is a Christian college. So of course, like you're going to have those like spiritual leaders, like along with the coach, but there are plenty of like Christian schools that were founded under like Christian principles, like don't really like uphold that. And like one section that Covenant just definitely does is in the athletic department. And I mean, my head coach, this, I don't, I hope this doesn't sound, but she's w truly like one of like my biggest like inspirations. Like she is just such a good leader mentally and physically and spiritually. And she's just so good about making sure that we're all right mentally so that we can perform on the court. Like not only for that, but she's just so good about checking in on like every aspect of life. And there is nothing that you could go to her about that she would turn you down and be like, I don't want to talk to you about this. Um, she's just, she's helped my volleyball knowledge more than anything. I mean, she just knows so much about the sport itself and just like the like little logistics about it that I had never thought of and never learned that have more than anything, just like, Oh, it enhanced my play like in every way. And then I have the our one of our assistant coaches said something my freshman year that like genuinely like changed the way I played volleyball forever. And she's just someone who like even over the summer lives on the mountain who like I go to for like spiritual help and for like walks to Starbucks. Like she's just they're just like they're not only volleyball coaches but like they're life coaches. Wow. And it's just like, 
oh, like it's just crazy. Like I can't believe like not everyone has coaches like mine. Like it just like makes me upset for them. Mm. That's that's a big which, compliment. Which, by the way, will greatly impact your career and the relationship that you have and with your you players. Coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because like we talked about earlier, culture is learned, and so you have now been taught and ingrained into this culture about how to treat, you know, players and how to communicate and how to be more than just hey, go stand here and do this. Um, which, by the way, I can say being out of teaching now for four years and coaching um that's what i miss i miss the most um is the relationship that you have with those kids and now like i'm getting letters from kids who are graduating and that's just like just a heads up like that's just the like the greatest thing that you'll ever get like what you just said about your coach like you can work really hard for kids to say that about you because it's not so much that hey they're a great x's and o coach because we all know great x's and o coaches but you know wouldn't care if you lived or died you know like we all know those and so that that is that's so important and that's so awesome that you have that that culture yeah and uh yeah so tell us you know this would be your senior year at covenant tell us about I don't know, a few of the games that have really stood out to you that just really, like, were amazing. You can't believe you were a part of it. You'll never forget it. So, the first one that just, like, pops out in my mind was, oh, my gosh. I don't remember. I This was my sophomore year, I think. It might have been my freshman, but I'm pretty sure it was my sophomore year. I really shouldn't have um, We played Emory um, out of Atlanta, um, and... Emory is like one of the top ranked D3 schools in the nation. Go to the nationals every year. So good. So big. Such a good team. Um, Just in every way. So respectable. So kind. Just an all-around great team. Um, And my sophomore year, we played them at our gym. And we... I'll start off by saying we lost. We did lose. But we... That was just the best my team has ever played. We absolutely, we did not lose by much. I mean, like, we worked so hard and we played so well. And it was just, like, this awesome feeling of, like, sure, like, the score says one thing, but, like, you would not have been able to, like, tell by, like, my team and, like, the way we were cheering. Because it was just, like, we were competing with, like, this one of these, like, number one teams. And, like, I had, like, a lot of blocks that game, which was huge because these girls jump higher than me. They are way stronger than me. It was just such a powerful energy and just like so fun because it was like we're losing but like it doesn't even matter because like we are competing with this team like this is insane like we are so wow so yeah what is the or where is the like coolest places that you and it may be covenant or it may be somewhere else like where's the coolest place that you've gotten to play over four years of collegiate volleyball oh oh easy my friend Yes, my freshman year, we went to Colorado Springs, Colorado, and we played Colorado, I don't know if they're Colorado Christian College or Colorado, anyways, Colorado College, another, like, I think they were number three in in the nation that year. We went to their place and played a couple schools there, and it was, like, literally our third week of games, like, this tiny freshman, I maybe played, like, two minutes, like, I did not play, but it was just, like, 
insane. Like I got to travel there and we got to do like touristy stuff with the team and then like go in there and again compete like not to brag on my team but like we, we are like a good team but like you get up against these like nationally ranked teams like okay we are not that and just to like compete with these teams and be invited to their gym and play there and then get to go to garden of the gods and see just god's creation with like these people that i was just growing to love so much oh that was easily my favorite time that i've had it was so much fun awesome well along the way Funny things happen to us, <laughs> right? We call them sure. embarrassing moments or just funny moments, and surely you have some, as much as you travel and have practice together and do life together, so why don't you tell us one or two maybe the funny things that have happened to you over the years? Okay. Um, well, I would, I will say, like, there has been the occasional, like, I don't, I don't play back row very much, so I have been, like, allowed to serve in games, and, like, I'll, I, there has been a time, I think this was in a scrimmage, thank goodness, but I, like, went up to serve the ball and, like, completely, like, missed the ball, like, whiffed it, <laughs> like, who does that at the collegiate level? No one. So, that was one, for sure. Um, I have also gotten on the wrong bus with the opposing team. That was... <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> And I was, I was. At what point did you realize? Oh, very quickly. I was like on the stairs. I walked in there, and the coach was like, "Hey!" I was like, "Oh no, nope." (laughs) I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I haven't even told my coaches about that. She, I just knew that it was like so hard. I was like, "Uh, "No, no." That's that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Oh my gosh, the opposing team. Their like, bus. Missing the ball, wow. that's one thing. But getting on the wrong bus, yeah, that would that's, that's, have been hilarious. I, I bet her attention level grew after that <laughs> moment. Oh, I bet your teammates didn't live, let you live that down, too. What'd you say, Mario? Somehow I think my attention has actually gotten worse, but oh. it was, yeah. I've hey, only done this two or hey, three times number now. One, <laughs> number one rule of being a middle school teacher, don't lose kids. So, I mean, you're going to have to pick that up a little bit. <laughs> that's great. That's right. That's, oh, right. that's hilarious. Nobody leaves. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, and I'll ask this last question, Mariella, and we'll finish this interview. If you were giving high school, high school girls advice for the next level or how to be a part of the next level, what would you say to them? What bit of advice would you give them? Hmm. If they're... If they're trying to get to this level, it would just truly be like, listen, email like coaches and like ask them like what you need to be working on. Like there is absolutely no shame whether you truly plan on like pursuing that college or not. Like if you've sent them film, like never ever be afraid to like ask people who are in the field of volleyball, like what you can be doing to get better and how you can do it. That's good. I mean, absolutely. Get your hand on a ball whenever you can. Like, that's what everyone's always told me. Like, if you are watching TV, like, lay on your floor and, like, lay on your back and just, like, set. Like, anything to get your hand on a ball, like, just do it. And then when you're picking a school, don't pick it for, like, the level or because your boyfriend's there. Like, pick it because, like, the hmm. culture is like, what you want to be a part of and, like, what you want to, like, help you grow. Because if you're... It, culture is just so important like you just need to be somewhere 
where you're motivated and like where you're gonna grow wow yeah that was great yeah that's good <laughs> especially the criticism i think i think a lot of people don't grow because they won't take the criticism yep yeah. Well, we live. That's we, really good. Like, we, search it out. Ask yeah. for it. Those yeah, we, people are at I, that level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll say, like, I, I was not good at volleyball when I started. Like, I was not good at volleyball. And I got put on this really, really good club team my junior year of high school. Like, really good. And when the coach put me on that team, literally, me and my parents were like, how on earth did I do that? She was like, <laughs> have a lot to learn she's like but you're so coachable she was like you took every single thing i told you during that tryout and you applied it immediately even if you didn't do it perfect like it just goes so far like just listen to them wow awesome well marielle we can't thank you enough for your time yep and being on here with us thank <laughs> you for making our county proud and thank you for the great yep. job you're doing at covenant Thank you. Hey, hang around on Facebook Live for one second when we when we go to break. Hey, I'm Riley Stone. And I'm Fernando Franco. We, we are, are the Douglas Eagles, Eagles and, and you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Okay, one thing, and I'm not uh, I never won Teacher of the Year. But, uh, <laughs> he should have. I mean, three times. I'm not bitter about it, but um, <laughs> three of the five times know, he should have won. I should have won. Um, I know. All right, so here's the best piece of advice that I got, um, and this was from a. Uh, veteran teacher while i was doing all those lab placements and you know things you have to do to be a teacher this is not my own i didn't write this this is what was given to me and i'll just give it to you because i thought about this a, a lot um he lived by it. like you know college is doing a good job of getting you what you need and then when you get your first teaching job you're gonna go holy crap like what do i do because it's just so um, it's one thing to go in and to do student teaching or to do lab placements, but when the door closes and it's just you, it's just you. It's you and the kids. Yeah. Which, by the way, I will say that's when most of the magic in education Battle happens. Royale. Yeah, like, Battle. <laughs> that's what. Like, I don't, I don't miss education as a whole. I miss being with the kids. Like, I, I miss when it was me and them. Um, right. But here's the deal: your first year teaching, um. You, you've got your whole career and your whole life to learn content. Like, whatever the content is, you will you will learn it. And if you stay in seventh grade for 20 years, then obviously by your, you know, year five, you're going to have that content down pat. Right. The, the biggest thing is do the job. Like, so like first year teachers a lot of times get lost in this battle of, I've got to know all this stuff and I've got to teach all this stuff like do the job. So like if you're supposed to have attendance posted at eight, have attendance posted at 755 or if, you know, your kids are supposed to walk in a specific way, like make sure that your kids do whatever that specific way is like that. was So the, the advice I got was just do all of the little administrative stuff that really and truthfully doesn't have anything to do with educating a child, but it makes you a good employee. And so like, cause that's the big thing with teaching is we get all caught up in content, content, grades, grades, grades. And and trust me, that's important. But if you, if they're having to call you every morning and say, Hey, why hadn't you posted attendance? Like they notice that stuff. And so do the, and you may know that and somebody may have already told you that, but I'm just saying like, that was what helped me the most is like even when I felt like I was 
doing a very poor job preparing my students for eighth grade because I was a first year teacher and I didn't know a lot. Um, I still knew that I was doing all the other things around that to be a good employee, you know, so like job security, keep it, you know, hanging around like that's all that is very, very, very important. So that that would be what I would give you because I feel like you have that like you when you talked about your coaches that was big for me because I immediately was like that's how she'll treat her kids um and so it's like if you don't things have changed and there still are people that don't treat players the way that they should be treated but for the most part nowadays for the most part nowadays especially in middle school and high school if you don't treat people the way that they need to be treated you don't hang around long and so you no you'll, you'll 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 have that down and 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 you'll do awesome and I'm excited for that so that'll be good. No, thank you so much. No, that's that's a good reminder. Like I I have not heard that exact thing, but always just like I mean, yeah. you did not say this exactly, but like focusing like on the things that are certain, like the things that you know have to get done, and just mm-hmm. like learning the rest as it goes, like not forcing it. Yeah, because there's a thousand things that you will end up doing that you will you will literally say to yourself well they didn't we didn't talk about that in my classes like you and you'll do those every day like you know i'm sure none of your college classes have told you how to walk your kids to lunch and 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 then the first day of school you're going to be walking your kids to lunch and you're like am i doing this correctly like nobody really told me how to do this so um do the small thing yeah i think we think she froze again Mario, we can't see you. That's not a profile thank picture. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you are. Hey, thank you for being on here. I really heard most of what you said. Don't good. worry. Good. <laughs> hey, it's been awesome, though. It's been We're good proud to meet of you. you. Yeah, good to hang out with yeah. you. It was awesome seeing y'all. Thank you so much for letting me. Sorry mm-hmm. that it was so complicated. No, oh, it's it was okay. Awesome. Thank you. It was awesome. Have a great right. day. Y'all, too. I'll see you later. See ya. Well, they they got my old educational uh, blood flow pumping right there. Like, I got a little teary eyed yeah. when you were giving a speech. <laughs> well, okay, it's one thing like it's one thing to be able to relate to on, to, to other teachers. Come on, but like dear. when the when the, when the person you're talking to literally is like, I want to teach basically seventh grade history, and that's what that's exactly what you did for five years. I was like, <gasps> that's awesome. Like that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Youth the curriculum in Alabama is not very good in seventh grade. So the youth ministry is the same. Oh, it's it really is. It really is. It's because, like, like you said, looking back. Oh, it yeah. You made a big jerk over there a minute ago. I thought there was something wrong with you, Steve. <laughs> I was like, do I need to call the ambulance? No, I'm good. Please don't pass out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you're okay. Can we talk about how close we are to college football being back? Yes. Thank God. Mm. Thank God. How do you think Bryce Young's going to do? I think he'll be fine. I I, I mean, he's, he's my, got an my NFL big thing, head coach as my, his offensive Yeah, player. but I, I wasn't thrilled about that hire. O'Brien? I didn't like that. Who did you not, go with? I don't know. Not him. Um, <laughs> I mean. Anybody but you. It, he didn't do a great job in Houston. He didn't do a great job when he was in college at Penn State. We're just sounding the alarm that college football is coming soon and very soon. Get your get your couch ready. Yeah, get we're your, we're excited. Get to your see. Saturdays ready. You know, Bama's got Bryce Young. Auburn's got a Auburn's new coach. Auburn's got a new coach. Who's who's? I'm not going to repeat it. 
But he's 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 talking. He's already he's talking. talking. He's talking. He's, he's not playing. And by the way, and he's by not the way, played a game. And yet. by the way, I will say this. I, I deep down I like it. I mean, because what do you want? And and the, the quarterback at Miami, he pretty much guaranteed that they were going to beat Alabama. I heard not that. Just, not just beat that. Alabama, but destroy him. Destroy him. Destroy him. But, yeah. but what do you want your guys to say? What do you want them to say? Well, we're going to go to Atlanta, and Alabama's going to beat us by 50. I mean, do you right. want your players no, to say that? No, That's not what they're no, going to say. No, so, no. So, um, I hear you. I think that that is that's a huge thing. Newton, all, Auburn fans are excited. They got new coach. Uh, we're excited because we got our old coach, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got the best for coach. for a while. And uh, we locked him up until you know we keep signing extensions. I'm, and, I'm and okay I just, with that. I just want the extension. I, I want them to sign the extension with Nick Saban that just simply says until you don't want to anymore. That's you right. know, like I don't care. So if you're, you're done. And if you're 105 and you want to keep doing this, we're good with that. Like, we're I'm, we're okay with that. So, um, you gotta have here. a money, but you gotta have a money value. That's oh, why yeah. they keep doing it. Yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, football is almost here. Uh, so hold on just a little bit longer. Um, Braves are terrible. So, um, sorry about that. Yep. I mean, nothing we can do about it. Did um, I see Acuna got? Injured? He broke his ACL. Yep. So. Um, so the best player next year. Better luck next year. Well, we gotta, <laughs> all right, look. I mean, um, I'm just. I'm not. I'm not a baseball front office guy. But we yeah, got. Yeah, we got to make more moves. Last year we didn't make any moves. Braves didn't get any better yeah. in the off season with any kind of pickups. Yeah. But you know who makes awesome moves? Who does? That? Let me tell you about this place. Tell us. Charbroker. <laughs> you just pulled a me. Charbroker. <laughs> that was a good. I move. was hoping I could do that. It was like a you. good move. Charbroker. They, they're move. always making moves. The home, home of the famous. Wildcat burger, Home not, run. not made of cat, made of beef. Yes, and as as spoken by Stephen. That was so awesome. <laughs> uh, they've got all kinds of stuff. They're back open early again, five thirty, five thirty in the morning. Because I'm they not do going breakfast. At, I'm not going at five thirty, but no, they're but it's good. It's so good. It's good. So, um, Charburger, we love them. We, we love do. those guys. BNB Video Games, we also love them, and they are an eighty style arcade. With a local video game retail store in the front. They got the 80 style arcade in the back. And they literally have video game systems that were in Stranger Things, the TV series. Where else are you going to say that? You can't. And then the Boaz Non-Cinema. The place where dreams happen. <laughs> or begin. Something like that. And there's some really great movies <laughs> at the Boaz Non-Cinema. They're in Boaz. Look. What was your what was your uh, video Nick Saban talking? That looked cool. I mean, have you checked that? I, yeah. you, oh, I was gonna get rained okay. on. I figured you had. Yeah. But the I radar? Got, yeah, I was checking the radar. It's gonna rain. Yeah, I got it's been like raining every day. I got church go. softball tonight, so gotta live the dream again. You guys want to see this? Yes. <clears throat> so this is Saban just giving a good pep talk. I He's think it's good at that. Worth listening to. Here we go. Look, guys, if you're an average player, you want to be left alone, all right, because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want the coach to tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play, because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. All right, so everybody up here, let's go. Mm. We need everybody to choose to do the things they need to do to be as good as they can be. Team on three. That's, That's the true. difference between Nick Saban it's and true. everybody else, I it's, believe. It's, 
is he trains mentality more than winning. He he, they talk like him. You talking about culture? Yeah. Bama players during interviews. You're talking about what? What do you want your players to say? They would never say <laughs> that. No, because he picks they who would, does the interview. Because he would kill them. <laughs> no, but yeah, he yeah. would. Uh, but what you will hear him say, and this is what I love about Nick Saban coach kids. You may not like Alabama. Y'all may be Auburn fans. That's fine. That's your prerogative. But you cannot deny the product he creates. Mm, and you, you can't it. deny no. not not only the winning mentality, but how they talk when they interview. Well, I mean, what he's how just... they they will they will they will say something like to a Tagovailoa, "You are the most amazing quarterback in the world." No, it was my offensive line. I had the greatest receivers. He constantly deflects Which, the praise. That probably was true now that we're seeing the product of Tua and then. Yes. <laughs> but you I mean it's been Matt every single goat. player is that way. Yeah, but what you, look what he's talking about is I and I've seen players like this too is like it's a it's a choice, which also goes to what we talked about with clutch. Like it's your choice to step in your faith. Like that's that right. that choice is up to you. That's like right. uh, salvation, in you know the way that I read it, that's the power of the Holy Spirit. Then everything in your faith after that, God's going to speak you, speak to you, draw you, lead you. But it's up to you to walk, and it's up to you to grow. Like that's, that's right. up to you. That's right. Um, and so people, are like, oh, how do I grow in my faith? Well, that's you. And yeah. so. Um, but some players are really, really good. They just don't choose to be great. And then there's some players that are. But you don't go to Bama and get well, that like, option. Like Mary, like Mary was talking about. Like she said, I wasn't very good at volleyball, you know, until yeah. something clicked, and then I really liked it. And then she, you know, I was coachable, and she decided she needed to do extra stuff. And so it's like, you know, I I play golf now. Well. I can't expect to be a good golfer if I go once a month and then get mad that I shoot 100. Yeah. You know, like, if that's all the effort I'm going to put into it, but there's all these YouTube videos, there's all these practice, there's practice, there's drills, there's things that I can do to try to get better at something. Yeah. And then faith-wise, but where are you putting your, where are you putting your time and energy and your Mm. effort? Because we want to put it Mm. in all these other places. That's good. And something that I've been... And, and and no, I'm not about to preach a sermon, but um, <laughs> something that I've been really wrestling with the last couple of months, um, really going back to last spring as we've moved out of COVID and now we have all of our options again and everything's pretty much open. Um, what are you committed to? Like mm-hmm. Because we make commitments all over the place. And what happens is, is we make commitments and then church, youth group, Sunday school, like whatever it is, spiritually wise, gets put on the back burner. But yet we would never miss X, Y, Z. But it's okay to miss the spiritual stuff. And then we wonder why we are the way that we are. Yeah. Spiritually, why do you know, I, why do I feel so empty? Why do What's I feel empty? Choices? Why does culture seem to always have the upper hand? Like yeah. why do why is is everything the way that it is? Yeah. Well, maybe it's because we as church. Yeah. As God's church, we've not committed to in the, the right proper things. avenues, and we're not putting time and energy and effort into places that really matter spiritually. That's so good. That's so good. So, it's time for the varsity freestyle, and we're back with the freestyle. It's time for your chance to win some movie tickets. All right. So here's the trivia. 
You're going to answer one question. I'm going to ask it right now. You're going to call in. You're going to answer that question. Then I'm going to give you two more. And don't worry. We're going to help you. We will help you, and you will win some movie tickets. So here's the first question. How many points is a touchdown worth? Steven, give him the number to call. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Christy on the line. She's called in. She's going to win some movie tickets. Come on, First girl. things first, Christy. How many points is a touchdown worth? Seven. Try again. Subtract one. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. You. What is it? I thought it was seven. <laughs> seven is after they've kicked the extra point, which is worth oh. one point. That's okay. So That's the, okay. the touchdown would be so, worth... Six points. That yes. girl. All right. Well, let me ask you this next question, Christy. What is the hardest rock on the earth? Also known as a girl's best friend. A diamond. Yeah. Yep. Last question. And this gets you two the tickets. movie tickets. Two movie tickets. What tool uses a magnetic needle that points north? A compass. That yes! a girl. Christy, you Yay! are amazing. Winner, you are winner. Amazing. You movie have ticket dinner. <laughs> yes, you have. Hey, if you'll stay on the line, our producer will tell you how you're going to get your tickets. Thank you so much. I listen to y'all 24-7. I never turn my radio. Oh, well, thank oh. you, Christy. We're very appreciative <laughs> for you. Thank you so much. And thank you so much. Hi, I'm Blake Bolden. And I'm Jim Hood. We're we the are Cross the, the Lines, lines and, and you are listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Boy, if you had some war paint like uh, our boy Chris did earlier, I'd be made fun of and beat up. No, That's you what you would. No, you, you would. No, you would. We doing that? Mm. <laughs> nah. Look, this <laughs> Facebook mess softball is life. It's life. Look, it's it. It's look, I, I don't. I don't know who's watching After and who's life. not, and who's, who's listening. <laughs> but it is funny because it's like, <laughs> like awesome. it's not life to me. I enjoy it. Don't it get is me wrong. Certain people though. Yeah. It, it, yeah, but you can tell. You can tell the the, the people that it's like this is do all or I die. Got. And, and I made I made <laughs> a joke. I got up to bat one night, and uh, some people I knew were in the stands, and they were talking, or whatever. And I made the joke, and I said, "Yeah, I'm trying to go pro in church league softball. I heard there was going to be some scouts here tonight. Oh my you gosh. know, because some people do like they take it like somebody's going to scout me out, and I'm going to be. You know, I'm going to be put on the USA softball team. You know, yeah." And it's fun because, like, happen. like when you're a pitcher for the slow pitch softball team, people get hits, <laughs> you know. And it, I, my joke always, like, I'll turn around. We, we and, and my team, we like to give each other a hard time. Like, you know, m- somebody in the outfield will be like, change the pitcher, change the pitcher. Don't talk, don't talk. Pick on that and, solitude uh, softball team. Yeah, and, and I'll turn, I'll turn around and be like, I'm throwing it underhanded. What do you want me to do? Yeah. You know, like, you know what you need? You need training. I do. We gotta find you know it. it does find the our, best softball pitcher. We there can. are, and there are some people that they can hit a ball, regardless if somebody throws it fast or somebody lobs it up there. They can just smack it. I'm the guy that I need to be up there two hours before the game, and I just need to be hitting balls because I'm so 
bad at hitting a slow pitch softball. Uh, there we go. Right here. This is what yeah, we need. This chick right here. That's legit. Yes. Look at that. First of all, yeah, that simulator is legit. Have you seen I've it? I've seen this clip. Yeah, she's like. And that's an Albertville. I want to go hit. I want to hit a fast pitch. Coach Kenny, I know you coach baseball now. Get me on the simulator. Jeez. That would jack me up for that slow pitch softball. awesome. Look at that stance. Wow. She's got a wide stance. That is phenomenal. They were talking about how great she was that she's coming back this year. Hands are pretty still. Wow. I mean, that is just one of the coolest things ever, though. Yeah, I do want that simulator. Can we get a simulator put in over here? I think it's a good idea. Knock that back. Why? I mean, why not? You know. <laughs> oh, we can do a box. You know, I've simulator as long to... as it doesn't punch us in the face. Did you hear about the guy a couple years ago that went to a I don't know what professional stadium he was in, but he did that thing where he uh, throws the ball and he pegged ninety eight and ninety nine, and then he signed a minor league deal after he went viral. I don't know if he's still playing. Um, but no, how awesome but is that? Awesome. How awesome is that? Because like, yeah, that is the dream that your softball yeah, guys like, <laughs> are trying to hold on to right there. Don't encourage no. it. No, <laughs> it's like the rookie, that great Disney movie. The no, rookie. That, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. He did eventually get called up. The rookie, didn't he? He did. He, he pitched for the Tampa up? Bay Rays. Yeah. Yeah. For how long? I don't have. I have no a few idea. Games or a year. I mean, I'd be okay he did with it, a one-year contract. He did. I, it. I know. At his age. Yeah. That's a good movie. That's a great movie. Great sports movie. The Rookie is good. That's got a good soundtrack to it, too. Yeah. The music in that movie is really good. That's a really good And how you go movie. wrong? Dennis Quaid. Can't go wrong with Dennis Quaid. No. He did good. He did real good. <laughs> he did. Dennis. Dennis. Doesn't need. You played that movie real good. He did Dennis. good. That's what's funny about being in Albertville now is like yeah. we have the Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. It is pretty phenomenal. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. But I always like to go, you know, Arva Rec Center. Irvin. I'm a bird to Arva Rec Center. <laughs> it's a legit And we've got somebody at church, he works there, and he like he'll be like, It's the Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater and be like, No. It's the Albertville Rec Center. That's what it is. Because that's where I grew up. I used Frank, to play baseball on those volleyball courts. Frank, you got <laughs> Frank, you got it right. He got it right. Lone Star State. I'm here right now watching y'all. He got it. Also, all of George Straits' exes, exes live there. In Texas? Yeah. Yeah. That's why his hat resides in Tennessee. be here for five more minutes. That's right. Please. Yeah. Golly. And then he's going to be a legit there softball player. Yeah, I got to go start. Arville Rec Center. Look, got to go home and start stretching. Get the heating pad Stretch. on my back. Oh, my God. Loosen it up. <laughs> when softball. I do when need to church need. league softball Look, I do. All right, here's the thing. I have played. We were playing We were playing a practice game. I wouldn't do it again. We were playing the what? practice game. <laughs> yeah. And I popped up to the shortstop. Did you pop? This I popped it up. <laughs> just popped it up. Just oh, It's going to be an out. Yeah, well, my yeah. dugout gave me fits because I didn't run it out. And I went, you, they were like, you didn't run. You got to hustle. And I went, first of all, I'm not blowing a leg up because I'm <laughs> running so hard in church league softball. Second of all, we're talking about practice. You can be the Quentin it's Williams practice story right now. basketball. Yeah. <laughs> well, man. Like, I ain't out here. Like, I wear shorts because I'm not sliding. I ain't sliding. I'm not trying to slide into second, home, first, nothing. nothing. I ain't, mm-mm. Not no. a thing. Mm-mm. 
I got you done mm. passed that law. Oh, I've always been very self-aware. Like I can probably do this. I yeah. uh, probably can't do this. We gonna you do know. buzzer beater. Yeah. Buzzer beater. Let me go ahead now and do it. Yeah. Hey yo, Adrian. Adrian, cut me, Mickey. <laughs> I saw some eighty style shirts. I'm like, I told my wife she's got like one of those crates. I'm like, you gotta make me one of these. It's a oh, rocky yeah. shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Da da da. Da 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 That sound lets you know where you can find us after this show is over. And there's so many places. First off, I want to tell you about where we're at right now. Facebook Live at Varsity Radio Show. Then you can find us on. Well, we're all over Instagram. We're also over on Twitter. And then we've got... Anywhere podcasts are exactly. sold and downloaded. Yeah. yeah. We're all over the interwebs. We're folks. everywhere. But we just don't live here. Everywhere. You know, we have homes. So thank, thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Even Jesus. though I will say that with the humidity being 9,000% today, so y'all stay safe. Good in it here. felt so good when I walked Thanks, into this studio. Steven. You're Woo! welcome. Thanks. I appreciate your low temperature on the thermostat. <laughs> I felt the Holy Spirit. It's so good so good hey we're so glad that you're here we hope that you join us we've been trying to get college athletes on here every single week i hope you've enjoyed that this summer so if anybody knows bryce young or whoever's going to play quarterback for auburn let us know hook us up hook us up please uh anyway we're so glad that you're here today and we hope that you come back next tuesday 2 30 to 4 30 same varsity place same varsity time see you later guys